a better person today and tomorrow for myself and for the people around me. I want a better and more happiest world. Love for me is really, I mean, it's a really important word. I think with love, whatever you do, your job, uh, a discussion with you, uh, a trip, I mean, it doesn't matter. Unconditional love for me is... Another season in the books, the podcast featuring current and former professional athletes. They come from all over the world, and many spent their college years studying and playing in the United States. We talk athletics, academics, and because life is so interesting, a little bit of everything else. My favorites, food and cultural differences. I'm your host, Leslie Knight, 14-year vet in Europe's professional basketball leagues. I played one year in Switzerland, and I'm currently on my 13th year in Spain with the club Movistar Estudiantes in Spain's top women's league, La Liga Femenina Endesa. All right, it's about that time, so let's get to it! Hey everyone, it's great to be back with all of you today. I hope you enjoyed the brief words from today's guest in the introduction. She wasn't talking specifically about athletics or academics, but her message was spoken from the heart, and I just had to start the episode off with such profound, heartwarming words. Today's guest is exactly that, deep and profound. Kate enjoys psychology, philosophy, and learning more about herself and those around her. She's a delightful person who has been on a personal journey for quite some time. She has learned a lot over the years, and when the moment presents itself, uses her acquired wisdom and experiences to help and encourage those around her. I love listening to her Greek accent, how she forms her sentences, and the direct translations she makes into English from Greek. Here she is on the bus ride to Bilbao, La Señorita Kate. Kate, good afternoon. Good Good evening. How are you? I'm fine. I'm really excited to be there with you. I'm excited to have you here. Um, but before we get started, I would like you to pronounce your full name for me because I know when I go back and I edit this and I introduce <laughs> you, I'm not going to say it correctly. So tell us what your full name is. Okay, my full name is Katerina Sotiriu. Okay. okay, but do you say Katerina or do you say I Katerina? No, I mean. Uh, it's two letters, it's A and I, and it's E in Greek. Before the K. Yeah, so it's Ekaterina. Ekaterina. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, this is the green one. Uh, but the normal one is Katerina. That is for its full name. I mean, in Orthodox Church, give me that. So I have some trouble with people, especially, <laughs> I mean, on abroad. Yes. Because in Greece, okay, nobody called me Katerina, but it's, uh, it's the normal one. Let's say the sound is like this, like it's San Ekaterina, uh-huh. and it's normal. It's so in Greece, when you play there with your teammates, what do they call you? Uh, I mean, normally it's Katerina, my name. Everybody called me Katerina. On the court? Yeah. Really? They say all that on the court? Uh, I mean, on the court? You mean my nickname? Yeah. Uh, they call me Soto. Soto. Yeah, from Sotiriu. They uh-huh. call me Soto. It's more faster, more usual. Uh, I'm trying the, 
I mean, and try a lot of the last year after Italy, especially because they have so many Kate. Uh, so I say, you can call me Kate because I like someone remind me also after Kate. You can remind me Katerina, but yeah, okay, so though. And a That's couple, fine. I love it too. I a couple it. weeks ago, you were reading a book in Greek, and I was sitting next to you. I think we were on the plane, maybe. Mm, were yes. we on the plane? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I looked over and I tried to read some of your book, and it was obviously I could not read anything. And you proceeded to tell me that what is it, the letter I or the letter E? Uh, you have seven different kinds. Yeah, it's six for sure or seven. I said okay. have different e it's not like how you say i in english let's uh-huh. say we have like you say y griego you say in, Spa- in spain i think yeah. i listen to that yes yes you co- they call it y griego uh-huh. i mean it's it's kind of this but we have different uh-huh. so it doesn't matter just to say e you can pronounce a word e but we write it with different e so you have to know to be really really good it was really tough when i mean second third grade to learn all these words you know so young and to remember all that it was really hard for me for sure and for every kid greek kid how many letters are in the greek alphabet do you know i think 24 oh it's 24 i think yes okay long time so but in the oh my god i think no no don't make a mistake (laughs) but i'm just thinking in the american alphabet i think we have 26 or 20 so okay, there's let's we need to, we're gonna take a alpha vita gamma delta epsilon zeta eta theta yota kappa lambda mi ni xi omicron pi rho sigma tau epsilon phi chi psi omega yes i'm right 24 24 nice job okay well the greek language is difficult i mean it, it is which makes me wonder like how you learned english because you know, the two of us on this team were a little bit older, so when you were in school, I'm not sure how great English class was back in the day. You know, now kids are learning English ever since they're like two, three years old. But when you were in Greece growing up, did you have much of an English education? Yeah, actually, we start. I mean, years in past, okay. in, my, in my age anyway, uh, in my generation, uh, the first we did it was English and after they started if I remember right uh, in high school uh, but you have to before you have to to I mean have done something by yourself so our parents pay out of the school it was not start uh. learning in school okay so let's say it was hobby sport and English and if you are more let's say rich family uh-huh maybe pianos, you know, some instrument, uh, guitar, friends, sure. and you go to another level. So, yeah, we still like sports and English it was most usual okay. in my generation. So that's everybody, you know, a little bit. We feel, I mean, we feel unfor- uncomfortable. I mean, not now in this in this uh, period, but we feel like, no, you know, when Americans coming to play, in Greece they say ah oh, sorry maybe you know I don't speak so good they say no no we're excited you can't believe like you st- I mean you're talking not just understand you're talking I mean for us it's, it's amazing because we, we can't learn Greek so you know it was it was nice to listen to that right um, but I know like here in Spain years ago well years ago let's say 
20 years ago, the English education wasn't necessarily the greatest. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just curious to know if that was similar to Greece or... No, for us it was opposite at all. Like, except I say the poor families, they couldn't. The first, except to go in sports, like the parents pay to go to an academy, Mm -hmm. it was start learning English. Okay. And after all the other... Well, in Greece, you guys do have a very good reputation for academics and yeah. philosophers and, you know, like, I feel yeah. like you, the country, this is a stereotype because I've never been there, but they would take their education very seriously, perhaps. That's mm. my stereotype. Maybe not. Uh, yes, even I think it's a one of the bad part in our mentality, I can, I, I can share with you. Like, we, we still... Uh, thinking and feel valuable because of our history I mean we have a great history that's true I mean for sure but we have to you know to grow up because that's what we say to continue uh, yeah yeah, to continue like we say if you are focused in the past it means you don't have present or future Mm -hmm. I mean we have great things and people so I believe we have really high IQ like a so small country mm-hmm. uh, I don't know it's the climate it's Mediterranean we are in this in this part in Europe it's really because we know it's Italy uh, it's, we have everything it's close Africa Turkey so everybody the neighbor, I mean our neighbors is everything for a warrior coming I think history by ourselves but we have to be focused a little bit in the present and in the future because I think we many times we stuck and this I don't like Okay. Like, uh, let's say, old school or old fashion. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, of, this, I, I can say, is one of, uh, let's say, negative okay. uh, in, of my country. All right. Well, changing, uh, changing paths a little bit. Tell me about your first sports memory as a little girl. It doesn't have to be basketball, but just the first thing that you remember about sports. Mm. Take your time. <laughs> okay. Sports. Okay, I, I tell you. Before I, I remember, I mean, I see a picture of mine. I was one years old with my. How do you say? I speak Spanish as well. Primo, my my with cousin. With your cousin. Mm-hmm. And I was in a couch. I think I was one years old with a boy. I mean, with my cousin was a boy, and I grab uh, a ball. And I have a picture. So uh-huh. I imagine a girl, one years old. Maybe I don't know. I think I was one. Maybe less. Uh-huh. Uh huh. To 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 keep one uh, ball, like it was like, let's say I didn't have a bear, but it was a ball, really like uh, teddy bear, let's say. Okay. It was really, I don't know how to say the material. It's on the normal ball to play out, more like a bear or something. I don't know. I find it in the couch and I, I grab it. I say, look at me. Less than one years old, I grab a, a ball. Uh-huh. Uh This I remember like. When I grow up, I say, look at me. But like sports and I, let's say, at school, I can say at school, to play yeah. with with the boys, I mean, in the break. During recess? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean... Basketball I or soccer or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I brought a tennis ball uh, and we started playing football. I was, uh, for sure, I was uh, a main part of, of them. Like, I remember talking with them, like, where I won. I play with them uh, to give a, a 
suggestion. We play like this, or I was a leader. I, I think I was a leader. I'm and, imagining and, little Kate telling the boys was, what to the do. Thing is, is, yeah, the thing is, uh, if you if you take it, like we didn't thought about. It was equality, you know. In these days, we didn't think like I was a girl. I didn't feel that. I really enjoyed this year. I just I mm-hmm. think still remember them. Mm-hmm. I play with them, and after we start grow up, okay, other things coming. You know, start thinking like more, <laughs> no, like each other. So uh, <laughs> change all, you know, sure. change all of this stuff. But it was like equality. Nobody think like I said, girls can't play with us. I never felt that. Okay, it was nice when I hear lovely. Yeah. Would you say that you would you say that your family was like a sports-minded family? Did you come from? No, at all. No. No, totally different. Um, Old-fashioned family, poor. Let's say uh, we we are five. Five uh, children. Five children. Uh, I mean, parents did the best to grow up their kids. Mm -hmm. For for sure, the priority was education. And just so I, was, I was really active, really intense at home. Uh-huh. I break some glasses, uh, walls, you know, some holes in the wall. I, pu- I put the small baskets in the door. I dunk in all the time. <laughs> so I was really <laughs> hyperactive girl, uh-huh. a kid. So I think when I started playing also at school, my teacher said to my parents, look, you have to do something for that. Put her in academy or something. And just my parents, I think, to take a breath or something uh-huh. so look we can't anymore so I think <laughs> go the solution go. was like this we start like this okay so your so dad he didn't play any sports when he was no, no my dad even my mom okay I have a cousin play basketball but he was more older than me mm-hmm. I realized well, after years I mean and your brothers and sisters uh, did anybody I, I'm else second so the young one was really young they were a baby I don't remember when I started I was I think eight Okay. Mm, maybe, I don't know, 8 to 11, maybe this, I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think 11, so 8, no, 11 years old. But before even at school, I told you, I played with boys. I was really good. I was really I good. believe you. My, I mean, I don't say that, but my teacher <laughs> said to, to my parents. Hmm. Like, were you tall ever since you were little? I were you always tall? tall? I was not tall. No? I was really normal and... No, I was not told. Just as we say, in two summers, like I think between 14 and 15, 14 and 16 more or less. Mm-hmm. One summer I get five, so they mentioned the other five. So for 170 something high school, I stopped to 185, like, okay. like I am now. Yeah. But only except this sum, at these two summer time, I mean, grow. I mean, take some height. I was normal. Like something at all, you know, taller than other, blah blah blah. Um, and when would you say maybe you started taking basketball a little bit more seriously, or when did you maybe, I don't know, think about, oh, maybe I'll continue playing this sport? When I started my first club in my area, mm-hmm. you're from Athens, yes, Zografu uh, City, uh, is and I think maybe people know my gym because uh, also the brothers of the Tokumbo started there. Okay. It, it started the same. I mean, me because I was from there. So... Uh, I but I you're older playing, You're older than they are, right? Yes. Yeah. 
because Giannis is pretty young. Because they were Seponia came in this area. Okay. They helped them. So I was really young. I start playing even my coaches. I go faster to the next level. Uh, I start playing with women. How was, old were was, you, more or less? Uh, I start thir- I think 11 to 13. Okay. And when I was I think 15 or 16, I start playing with the first let's say national level, like with um, older than me, seven years, eight years. Wow. So I was in the team really early. In the with the national team. No, I mean the local team. Okay. And after when they uh, they when they asked me to go in national team. I start for under 14, under 16, under 16, I'm sorry, under 16, under 18, under 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, since uh, 14 years old, I'm playing national team in all, le- all levels. So, just, I mean, I start for, to see myself being the best team, you know, in Athens, at school. Uh, with my school, I mean, local school, we, uh, we won, we were first, First, we take uh, the trophy in all school in Athens. Oh wow! High school, yeah. No, I just remember that. Okay. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> We're bringing back the old memories. So yeah. it's like step by step from local team. I go to the with all these after national team uh, in mixed team in Athens. I was oh, but, oh, knowing my age with older one. Okay. So I start all the time. So I, I start. I see like I, I love it. I play for me it was so normal. I, I start see like and see everybody be excited, and I start loving more and more and more and put some go- some goals to accomplish for future. Yeah, when you were like 15, yeah, 16, I mean, you yeah, were making goals. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go with all. I'm going to go, you know, another club. Uh-huh. Uh, I was thinking like I started watching games because okay it was not the same like no internet right my parents didn't know about sports so we didn't go to see women basketball but I started watching uh, big clubs in t- on TV mm-hmm. men's teams and I play against men the thing is summertime I play with men with students or just for fun like yeah, at the gym yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like three on threes five on five mm-hmm. I play with men so for me it was usually but weren't you playing with the national team during the summer I started national team 1999 I remember my first I mean my first Europe Euro, uh, let's say Eurobasket okay it was the first one so in a whole different century 1999 yeah. <laughs> oh man Tell me about then, you're starting to take basketball seriously, you're going to this club, maybe then you're changing to another club, a better club. What was it like balancing school and your sport when you were in high school? Was it difficult at all or? It was a lot, especially, I mean, before university, uh, it changed two, three schools until I I find the school can help at the same time to be. to practice with three different teams, with my club, with the local, I mean, with the mix, I told you, mix of Athens and national team. So maybe I have practiced like Monday with a mix, Tuesday with the national team, and uh, also sometimes school in the morning, sometimes I was practicing with my club. So imagine how hard it was for a kid. It was yeah, that's a, different. As I told you, with education, sports, English, we don't I mean, the plan is so so good. Sometimes some periods find some school, like sports school, but 
I don't remember if it's, I mean, I don't know if you're gonna pay or years ago and I couldn't go there. So I tried to find a school um, at the same time and give me the opportunity to play in the team uh, and maybe the teachers, you know, be more, not so strict with, with me. Huh. So I can follow this schedule. So I find so it was away from my home. So I left home. An hour? Uh, no, so half hour from my home. Okay. I was like to take a taxi to leave earlier, six in the morning to go to school. So it was out of my, you know, neighborhood. Yeah. Neighborhood. I lost my colleagues, I lost my friends, my family. I mean, it was all this. It was uh, since I was sixteen. Uh, so the last two years, I mean, were tough. So you had to take a taxi to get to school in the morning. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you went to school all day, and then at the end of the day, we you... We have practice maybe with school after I go, I told you. It depends uh, which club, and with my club maybe, or with school team, because you have to go in school team um, okay. in order to help you after uh, in class. So that's a little different because, well, here in Spain, there are teams in schools, but the majority, like if you want to play on a higher level, you participate in a club, you know? But yeah. you were playing for your school team. Yeah. So they give me the opportunity to study and maybe help me after many things, you know, for university because I take some awards, let's say, some credits. Uh-huh. And it helped me finally. But it was not like, you know, the normal, like, as in university, like, you are inside, they give you food, they give you everything. It was not like this. Our parents pay for that. Uh, so all the parents of school team pay for taxi. Ah, so maybe you were taking the taxi with more gir- with more kids. It wasn't just you. Well, it was more one of my best friend. Okay. I st- I have a stop before I arrive at school, pick her up, and after I, I went to school. Imagine to go out, stress six in the morning to find the taxi because you're not the same taxi. Just find taxi, take her, have a stop to explain him. We go on a stop to take her, pick her up, go to school. Wow. Yeah. And then you Clock. had you take you took a taxi home at night. I mean, not night, but yeah. I mean, maybe we have a practice. I come. I have to come back at, at home, like three, four, five. I don't know what time. But with a taxi. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Every no, day. Taxi. For uh, it was uh, this year was for two years. I did that. It was it was tough. Now I'm thinking, yeah, it was tough. Wow, different. Uh, also, my dad was a driver because we have a big car because it was big family uh-huh. and he was uh, he was starting 5.30 I think in the morning to be another part of Athens to pick uh, uh, to pick the other the other I mean the half of the, of the school team okay I, I thought now he did like it was a part like like he couldn't pay but he did the driver so every parent or give money or did something for the school team uh-huh. just to help our, their kids to take some rewards or it's like we create a, sc- a sports school by ourselves, like <laughs> yeah, the coach, the teachers, sure. and the parents. It's like okay. This. Um, so that was high school, and then after you graduated from high school, what was going through your mind? Like, did you think about going to college? Did you think about, you know, continuing to play professionally? What was kind of the next step after that? My mind was to play professionally. Really, from high school, I was really obsessed to be a professional player. It was my goal. Mm-hmm. 
I really love sports in general, but after I fell in love with basketball. Uh, it was my goal for sure. Uh, but same time, I was thinking to go to university, but true, I mean, in fact, I didn't give a lot of attention. Uh, but I tell you, it's not because I, I didn't. It was all these skills were really, okay, like a kid, my priority, even I understand that everybody told me education first, education first. It's like, you said something, but help me on that. Mm-hmm. You don't give me, you know, uh, the capability to be there. I have to choose for sure when I'm so uh, obsessed or so I love so much, I want to be professional, I'll be focused in practice. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, finally I went in uh, university. Uh, I was happy I was being there. I started a little bit the six months, maybe the first two years I would try a lot for it, but after that I couldn't. Imagine every September, every June we have like exams. I was in national team. So I, I had pre- I mean, I couldn't go. That's really difficult for no your line. <laughs> That's insane. No right. line like now. So uh, it it took me ten years to take my degree. Uh, I don't feel. I mean, it's not only about this. I mean, because I have to push, push more myself. Mm-hmm. Many things happen. I was not uh, right. much mature for sure. But for one part, I understand that. Like because I, I have to take a bus to go to university, I have to come back. I didn't have money, you know, mm-hmm. to move at least. Mm-hmm. If someone give me, like at the same stage, at least they give them or right. to move, to go, you know, feed yeah. them. Uh, we didn't have anything. So without money to move all this, do everything, same time, you know, yeah. you put energy to thousand things. I was focused more in that, so I was my dream finally. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm really proud I finally I get I hold a degree so when you you said 10 years to get your degree were you going to the same university that whole time and yeah. did you had to physically go to that university you couldn't like we said we there wasn't there weren't classes online so yeah. you were going to class or how did you during yeah, 10 I mean, years yeah I mean I, when I find time I, di- I didn't go so I started telling you the first two years after I think I was out, or I, I went maybe to give some exams because it was um, mandatory classes. Mm-hmm. So I lost them. I lost one uh, semester, let's say. Mm-hmm. I tried next year. I couldn't the next year. So wow. I, until to arrive, and imagine it was it was lesson only, not no theory, just to to go, except the mandatory or to study. It was classes because it was sports science. It was like sports, football. Mm. Uh, say um, running, all this. Uh, how you say an organist like classic? Of like dance. We, we have dancing, Greek okay. dancing, traditional Greek ah, dancing. Greek Two dancing. classes, one okay. year. Um, track field. Uh huh. Track and field. Yeah. So sometimes I was so exhausted for the practice, I couldn't go to run or to do all right. this exercise. What so was it your was physical and what was your majors? Physical education? Yes. Okay. It was sports science, my university is sports science and physical education. Uh-huh. And finally, my my major was basketball. Okay. Uh, I'm basketball coach in the I can be basketball coach in first division. Uh-huh. But this was my last year. I mean, my last year. It's yeah. the only thing I did for the beginning till the end because uh, I'm a student like this. That's an option really that we don't have in the United States. 
Like, there is no basketball degree, I don't think, or like, you know. But in your case, you're saying this was like a four-year degree? Or, uh, yeah, we did everything, like uh-huh. uh, anatomy, physiology, um, you choose psychology some, maybe too? Psycho- sports psychology, yeah, uh-huh. it was one semester, um, ergo- ergometric stuff, you know, all, mm-hmm. th- all, all this, it's like about more closing health, uh, more in physical, like Olympic, history, all of this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, all sports more or less, Yeah, and uh, you have to choose some. You have some main, and after you choose, like you have to choose some sport, like canoe, kayak. I didn't do that, but you can choose it. Okay. Because you have to go in other place to do it. You know, inside the university. Mm-hmm. Um, so, except this, uh, for as you say, for ID, let's say in the end. For ID. How you say my basketball? You say your speci- major? ID oh, teacher. your your specialty. Specialty, or yes. Specialty, okay. Uh-huh, maybe. So, my specialty is basketball coach now. Mm-hmm. You can take volleyball. You have some sports. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can take, like, disability, something, or physiotherapy. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I don't know how many... So, in Greece, if you want to be a professional basketball coach, you have to have this degree. It was like this, but now they change it. You have the opportunity to, through... Uh, some two three months in summertime to take some lessons, uh, follow some. I mean, what we did in the university, but some faster. Okay. It's not fair, I know. It's <laughs> not fair. Yeah. But it's like levels. I mean, you can take just two three months the same I have it, uh-huh. or it's not the same for summer. I mean, finish a university for some like a technical school, it's like a school or classes, but they can give you. You have this opportunity. So for those 10 years, you were playing and living in Greece? Yes. And then in, when was the first year that you left Greece to play professionally? Was that 2011? I think it's my degree. I took it 2012. Maybe, yeah, 11. Did you play in Zaragoza? Was that your first place? Yeah, true. So 2000, I saw online, 2011, 2012, you were playing with Manfield there. Because I took it summertime and November I left first time. Okay. Yeah, in Saragossa, true. Yep. So you played. You were there in 2011, 2012, and I think I. Gosh, I don't even remember. But I I played there as well. But that was after you had already yeah, been there. Yeah, I remember there. you there. Yeah. Just to follow the team, Manfilter. Uh huh. I mean, change the club, have financial things when I was there finally. They closed the club, and after I, when I see them again, you were, you were playing there. Okay. Also, Mel, Mel, great Melly, there. yeah. And yeah. I follow you. For Small I world. Remember, I don't remember, maybe I was in Italy, I say, oh, look at them, because I'm taking the, the club. Okay. So tell me um, real quick just the list of the different places and teams that you played for after you left Greece. Okay. So it was Monfilter 2011. Monfilter? Uh, for f- four months, let's say. Uh-huh. After Pamplona. Mm-hmm. Pamplona, Spain, Pamplona, where they do the running Obenasa, of the bulls. Obenasa. Obenasa. Obenasa uh-huh. in Pamplona. Uh, in Burgos. Burgos. Again, again, I have financials and I quit the team in January. 
because they have financial financial problems. Yeah, yeah. and again the club closed. So lucky. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I went after that after my experience was not so good financially all the other I, l- I love country I love mm-hmm. it all basketball culture I went in Italy mm-hmm. I was in Torino uh, I played in Vatipaglia close in, uh, in Salerno mm-hmm. close in Napoli was Va- and that was Vatipaglia. first division yes all of them I never played in second division okay. since I started profi- I mean mm-hmm. 19 years old mm-hmm. let's say professionally yep um, and I go back in Greece for Olympiacos I believe I it's time to go back you know to start uh, build my life there but I feel I have some energy I have really good season there and I, I quit Olympiacos in January to go in Czechlet in Hungary mm-hmm. after that they resigned me it was pandemic and resigned me uh, I'm still last, last year and here here we are here we are <laughs> okay. I, the thing is I asked for my agent it was my priority Spain uh-huh. say Hungary Spain was my priorities I said look I need a good year abroad before I go back if it's possible Spain because really I love Spain culture and championship is really competitive especially this year yeah, tell me, I'm curious to know just a couple things that you maybe enjoyed about uh, Italy, culture, life, food, uh, Hungary, and then Spain. For sure, I love both countries, Italy and uh, Spain. I love food, as you know me, to cook, mm-hmm. uh, wine. I'm Greek, you know, it's Mediterranean countries. Yep. Uh, I love the climate, I mean, the climate, the weather is much better. Uh, Much same. better than Greece? No. No, than Hungary. Ah, than Hungary, okay. So yeah. it's like Mediterranean culture. Mm-hmm. I'm supporter <laughs> yep. of them. I love uh, because they have uh, their music, the culture, they have the history, mm-hmm. they have good food, good wine, <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> you know, my village is Kalamata. We have one of the great. Uh, ah, the great Kalamata olives. Kalamata olives, yes. Yeah. My, That's my your father. village in yeah, Greece? My father's oh, wow. So I have olive oil is there. My mother's village is also close. Uh, so for me, you know, good olive oil. <laughs> that sounds so wonderful. Like so typical Greece, you know? Yeah. Uh, did you yeah. learn Italian while you were there? Two years? Uh, I didn't study, but okay. because, I mean, I understand a lot. Uh-huh. I understand, like, in Sp- before I came, this year I think I'm improving a lot of my Spanish, but I, start, I understand them. It's close in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I understand what they're talking about, but I couldn't uh, reply because you need to start studying, you know, to see right. the grammar, how it's working. Okay. Hungary. Well, about Hungary, the thing is I was close in Budapest. Oh, that's a nice city. It's amazing. No, I was really surprised for this capital city. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to go. I've been there once. Uh, yeah? Yeah, for vacation. I love it. No, yeah. no, I mean, for sure, people to share. For me, share is really an uh, important word. Sharing. Sharing, Sharing yeah, is share. caring. Sharing, like, okay, it's, it's nice to be around the world, but to share experience, to share Budapest, to share... Uh, thoughts all this what we are doing now mm-hmm. I mean that's for me really uh, valuable it's really amazing 
I didn't know really what to expect from Budapest, but a lot of people started talking about it, that it was this cool place. And so I went with a couple friends and I really enjoyed it. I love, I mean, I love Dunabit. First of all, I'm the river. The river. Mm-hmm. For me, every time, even in Torino, they have a river. Mm-hmm. I think it um, gives something, I don't know. Life. Yeah. Life or around, you know, you see just a bridge, some mm-hmm. lights, and that's it. <laughs> okay, a restaurant and bars, I think you can find all over the world. Yeah. A nice one. So I think the river for me, just and also Torino, I love it. The Is it the parliament building? Yeah, in, I mean. In Budapest, that at night it lights up and exactly. if you're on the river it's just beautiful I yeah. mean for sure they create an amazing atmosphere there mm-hmm. it's the, their buildings it's, it's, it's amazing really mm-hmm. I was really uh, surprised for how much I love it and Hungarian did you learn any of that not language not at all <laughs> I was only only repeat the same and the same see ya like hello uh, goodbye see ya again I don't remember see ya See, yeah. See, see ya. ya. Oh, like, like in English. See ya. See yeah, you later. See you, yeah, I just <laughs> remember that. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't try, but it was really difficult, really. All these vocals, oh my God, killing me. Yeah. Um, yeah. The it's food? A, Did you like the Hungarian food? Uh, Goulash. No? Yeah. It's not my style. Okay. But I can say, like, have really... First, how to say... First material. I mean, at least... They enjoy the food, I mean, with their way. The meat was good. Um, it was nice, just it's not, you know, Mediterranean style. So, okay, it was okay. Yeah. But for sure it's not something uh, I can't forget or uh, I can, you know, live without mm-hmm. these flavors. Okay. Um, and how would you say all those years living abroad by yourself in a different country, how do you think they contributed to your own personal growth as a as a human being? Oh, this is a big, <laughs> big discussion. question. This question, <laughs> um, more or less, definitely helped me to grow like a person. Uh, I think, uh, especially, I think that the last five years. Uh, I'm more, you know, maybe I feel the maturity is coming. Um, I'm more focused. I'm better listener uh, with my teammates. Uh, I try to see a live ex- experience uh, and see different perspective. Even for a basketball game, mm-hmm. our game day for me is a experience, but not only uh, in the court, out of the court. Um, I really uh, give attention in reaction in my body, in my mental reaction, in my team, on my teammates, mm-hmm. uh, the staff, many things. Like it's like uh, suddenly I open my eyes, my ears, for sure more than uh, ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Try to see different, you know, from other perspectives. Say psychology, sociology, like the culture. And this make I mean help me to grow up and compare with life. I I, I really compare basketball with life, and try to find also the skills. As I say, I don't want to f- to retire. And I feel like the basketball still steal me. Like take something for me without to take something back, because then nobody gonna remember maybe 
three points or my defense or my rebound. So I'm trying to take more from this. Uh, I'm, and I see our, the skills, we grow, uh, we improve it, we develop through basketball. And like what? Uh, making decisions, um, managing situation, stressful situation, mm-hmm. changes, how much, as much faster we can uh, ad- adjust changes, uh-huh. so the you're game. T- you're you talking know. about specific things like on the basketball court. Yes. Okay. And comparing life, all these skills we mm-hmm. develop through uh, the game, the practice. Um, to be a part of the group, mm-hmm. teamwork, leadership, management, communication skills. It's really interesting. And now the companies uh, make sessions, make classes, mm-hmm. clinics for uh, help employees mm-hmm. you know, to improve them. So learning, learning, learning how to work with people that are maybe 20 years younger than you are. I mean... Yeah, I mean the generational gap. Yeah, I mean they they go so fast, they learn so fast. Many skills, maybe it's not enough. But I don't want to compare myself with others. I try to take what as much is maybe more useful for me in my life, as mm-hmm. you say. Mental health as well, uh, with all the stress, anxiety, uh, to see other perspective. Like mm-hmm. I feel like also. Uh, that's a, I was really, even today, like sometimes we identify ourselves with our with a part of work. Like it's our work in the end. We're lucky; it's like a hobby and work, and someone pay for that. We like a lot to be active, to be in sports. And same time, we identify many times ourselves with that. Mm-hmm. So after, if we stop play good, or we are not so important one year in the club or we don't play a lot, we start feeling really insecure. Mm-hmm. So it's things I'm working, especially now, and I say, before I leave, I want to take that. Basketball help me. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm here, still here. I want more than, you know, more than basketball, more than physical. I want to grow mental stuff, mm-hmm. spiritual, let's say. Mm-hmm. And this helped me, like, look, I'm, I'm valuable. I'm, I'm important for the group. I'm important. Mm-hmm. But it's we come back in ourselves again, working and love ourselves more and every day. And I think it's uh, a habit and daily fight with ourselves. And because it's, it's many times nobody tell you about that. Even your coach, even the people around you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad uh, this year I joined a group with so amazing people and character. For mm-hmm. me, it's a blessing. Yeah. Definitely, if you can work with people that you enjoy, uh, and they give you more. They tell you more than the pass, right? And a win. Give me a, a, a daily. I mean, it's something for me. A win with myself. Yeah. Even sometimes challenge me. This is maybe it's a challenge. Doesn't mean it will be with a good way, but challenge me. Me, I want to grow up. I want to see the mm-hmm. other. No, I don't make me. No, to be misery, miserable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see me like lose my mood or. To lose the moment, to lose the present, to lose the group. So this group uh, put me higher. Mm-hmm. For sure, if I if I don't start to do it by myself, mm-hmm. it doesn't work itself at all. So after saying all that, what advice would you give to foreigners who are playing 
in a different country, you know, to younger players, players coming from the U.S., coming to Europe, or coming from, I don't know, Germany or Russia to come play in Spain. What kind of advice would you give them um, as far as, you know, what do they need to do or how do they need to think or act to be successful in a foreign country? It's a good question, though. I never thought that no for foreign players for they they usually ask me about the young players uh. but don't, they don't ask them about foreign places now it's interesting because maybe i don't think like i have to ask like foreign places like we are different overseas on the strip okay um i s- i think to be patient to to understand maybe the game the game is the same but the culture is different mm-hmm. and many times I see actually I see in my country uh, it's this it real like how m- the Greeks how bad sometimes uh, treat and or they have fun let's say have fun with foreign players or the American ah, look at them what they're doing what the fuck <laughs> uh, and uh, when when I came back from Saragossa, uh-huh. from my experience, say, look, treat them good. Give, give a, fo- I mean, I mean, no, we, hospitality is really high in Greece, but sometimes in the game, like we are more strict, we judge them a lot. See, you don't know how it's a life abroad. Mm-hmm. And it's true, like we start talking about that and people uh, respect more and they understand, say, l- listen to them look at them they're away from home do you know what is this do it and still players even national Greek players they can't go leave the country hmm. they say no oh my god how, how you're going understand the value of that understand the people like especially from the states I mean in Europe at least you feel like you have a plane maybe you can have a chance to go back right for them more okay but it goes both ways you know the people from Spain for example on our team they need to give us a chance. They need to not judge us, you know. But at the same time, as a foreigner, you need to do something sides, to be able to... Right. Exactly. As you say about the Greeks, it's the same for Spain, from Italy. I mean, the players... Uh, I mean, every country and the players and the people there involved, I think they have to give the chance and be nice with foreign players. Uh, and then maybe they start explaining them like the cultures like this, you know, be patient, and open-minded, open-minded, mm-hmm. and for me it's like sharing, like feedback to take. both I mean, both if we are good listeners, we want to grow up, and we have the same goal in the end mm-hmm. to win, have a good group, a nice season, healthy, whatever. We have to listen to each other. It's mm-hmm. not like one side. And for you. You've been participating in on the national team in Greece, mm-hmm. you know, 14 and under, 16 and under, for the last how many years? I mean, let's say in women's national team uh, since 2003. Okay. Two. 18 I years. I have a break. Uh, Almost 20 years. I, I come back, I mean, from since 2009. Um, there every summer except pandemic mm-hmm. I miss uh, due to COVID I miss last November I was not there all the other yeah and uh, you're so. a captain of the national team yeah now I arrive in this amazing I mean <laughs> one dream come true it was really 
I mean, okay, everybody want to be a captain, I think, in the team. I never thought like I would be now... Captain of end. your national team. Yeah. But, so you were a captain last year, or is this going to be your first? No, um, the, now will be the third one. Oh, the third, third year, one, the third okay. Year. So, you've, you're going to be captain again for the third straight year. How do you feel when you play, like this year in Spain, you know, or you go to another team and you're not the captain, you oh. know, like you, you're a veteran and you have a lot of experience and then all of a sudden you go to a different country and you're not given that role, but you still probably act, I'm assuming you act similarly, or maybe you act differently with your national team as far as leadership goes. I don't know. I think, I think it depends, depends the club. Uh, maybe for sure to be captain, uh, it's not easy. Even they believe like it's only for, you know, profile, uh, like you have, you know, the best players or yeah but it's it's not only like this right it's, it's not really all about tough talent because you have to manage many many people i mean mm -hmm. the girls talent maybe experience uh, everybody feel like they want they want something mm -hmm. and you are the only you have to find the way to communicate with them sometimes to calm them sometimes to empower them mm -hmm. to give boost in the team i mean but as you say for me it's it's not different. I mean, doesn't doesn't matter. I'm a captain national team. Even like like a captain, I did something different for as I learned years in past. I I'm open to listen to them. Mm -hmm. I change this let's say pattern of the captain whatever said. Okay, for sure I want that. Mm -hmm. But I feel the respect for them, and I f and I give also opportunity to the next one I'm, I think in the future Spanos playing Polkovice Artemis mm -hmm. she's the second one but sometimes I think she feels she's the first mm. and I don't tell her any I mean I want just to know the respects on me like they know who is the first who has the responsibility it's not like you know to just it's the responsibility because they say I have the responsibility for some things mm -hmm. so after if she want to make the speech I let her if uh, other guys want to talk with, I, I'm open. Uh, when I was uh, younger, my captain were not at all like this. Mm -hmm. But I say, look, I do with my way, mm -hmm. and generations change, and I, w I have to do something to influence. Let's say influence, or uh, I mean, I do with my way in a way. Yeah. Um, so that you say about. I don't feel different in the, in the club because I was in other clubs, I was not the leader. Maybe you can be a leader, but not the captain. Right. That's the other thing. Definitely. I, I learned, like, it's a different ways of leadership. Even, like, a young, I believe, like, the scorer was the leader. Mm -hmm. But I see through all this experience, people influence, even it was the last one, maybe the fifth one, maybe a point guard, maybe sometimes another person. Mm -hmm. Everybody can be a leader. A period of in, in whole season, right? So, for my side, I, I want to take that. Everybody's important. Everybody can bring something different. Yeah, for for sure, yeah. everybody has different role. For me, it's important the role. Mm -hmm. Everybody have to know the roles, but everybody can talk. You know, I believe in equality, mm -hmm. and I'm open-minded. I think, and that's I think it works. Last year with and we passed EuroBasket. All the guests, I think they were happy. 
they feel like want to come back in national team they were enjoying national team mm -hmm. women because it's tough all of these you know every half a break and you come back and play yeah blah 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 it's, it's tough and I see them happy to love this team because national team to play for your ground is something amazing I know something I can't unique. even imagine I cannot even imagine but it has to be an incredible like to put on that jersey just to put the jersey on no, and uh, no, take the floor you know every time I listen the anthem this is my, my favorite uh, I say to myself please don't cry we have a game <laughs> Especially now because I feel it's no, maybe it's the last one, maybe it's the last one, and I feel it every moment. I mean, I can't, I can't. I mean, my tears is coming from my radio. I can't. I know. Control so your emotions, you know. Part of profession. Control your emotions. Yeah. It's but amazing. Not moment. many people can say that they represent their country and that they are on the elite team to represent their country. I mean, it's an honor. It's an absolute honor. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. It is. So, speaking of your national team, um, I know you've been playing for many years, but do you have any specific, like, favorite memories? Um, I don't know, games that you guys have won or any teams that you really like playing against? Like, do you guys have a rival? I mean, against Turkey, you know, okay. neighbors. I can't forget the game we, wo we beat them. Uh, 2017 Turkey and we, yes and it was Turkey we beat them a lot and everybody playing the team at least one minute okay the game was in Turkey or was it in Greece was, it was in Praga in Eurobasket ah, okay. we passed the semi-finals first time in history so I think everybody remember this game uh-huh uh, and why do you it was the best celebration we celebrate I don't know we are exhausted by still dancing running yelling uh, dancing Sirtaki it was I mean we are crying we were crying it was the first time in our history it's something I can't forget all this Eurobasket for me is one of the best members ever uh -huh. we arrived in, finally we didn't get the medal I mean it was a dream for all these years still is a dream but we arrived one step before, uh -huh. and for my country, is big thing. Um, Why do you think you, is the Turkish team, is that your biggest rival, would you say? To arrive in fourth position in Eurobasket was uh, the biggest. But it was the same, we, we passed, first time in history, in semi-finals in Eurobasket, and it was against Turkey. Mm -hmm. So let's say the Greeks are for two, thi I mean, same time. Two, two things were happy to beat Turkey okay. and to be but why history. why do you think the competition between Greece and Turkey is like that is it because it's of the history yeah it's more I think yeah because we were in war uh. a lot of years against them uh, even the people like each other I mean the normal people I think all politics education like the Turkish kill Greeks the, kill, the Greeks kill Turkeys okay uh, yeah, so violent against our grandmothers, grandmothers. One part of Turkey was Greek. Still, we are fighting in Cyprus. They have one part, and okay, you know, it's understandable. Yeah, understandable. so it's 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 tough. Okay. But okay, I mean, we don't have something. You know, we don't want to kill them. But every time we find opportunity, we give some more well, spice. Extra, <laughs> exactly, extra motivation. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> more passionate like, as uh -huh. I know me now as a Greek some extra yes yes um, and do you have a favorite player to play against or I don't know somebody that you've seen over the years in Eurobasket that you're like wow 
she's really good or because in the United States we don't a lot of people don't even know anything about Eurobasket you know and I'm just learning more this year because we're playing Euro Cup but there are so many teams so many good players um yeah I don't know if you have someone specific or a couple people I don't know yeah I mean in general uh since I'm, I was young I was no crazy with people I like uh, even like singers or actors maybe I love them no influence follow them was role model but like crazy I never been I feel like okay everybody we are human beings yeah so okay more young okay maybe because or I someone you, I someone fo- that you respect as a player I mean a lot I have respect for a lot of players and still I, I like some even Greeks even European basketball I like this style I follow this style um, I mean so many players uh, I don't know from states did have you ever played against the USA yes yeah your national well, team world, world champions one world champions I play I mean the Australian girls like Jackson even now combat it was so huge for for us first time in states I mean amazed like uh, Taurasi we stay in the same floor in, at the hotel and every time yeah every time we open the door and we see Taurasi and super we're like oh <laughs> oh, my, oh my god, we are the poor Greece here first time in our lives and we see USA with us. I mean, okay, Tauras, Super, uh, Katzing, so many this, this age, you know, uh-huh. this generation. Yeah. Uh, many players I have. Okay, for sure, I'm following, you know, three fours, it was my position. Right. Maybe I have some more. I like them, but I mean, for every country, if I find something really interesting, uh, it's, ma- it's many people, I can mm-hmm. say. And men. So the thing is, because I start playing with men, I really, I think it was like a higher level. I try, I think it was a competition really young, because they, I, th- I start feeling like underestimate women. I tried, you know, to follow, to go higher and higher and higher. And that's, I think, like I want to, to develop and grow a bigger organization, a better EuroLeague. I mean, to show to the people, like, we can do it. We are good, you know? Yeah. So I think just I was following more men, because, okay, it was more fancy, let's say, but even because I want whatever they did, try to do the moves. So after we do it, they say, look, she's doing, it's not about me, for everybody, you mm-hmm. know? Like, we can do the same. Okay, maybe we can dunk, but look at them. We have a lot of players in yeah. Europe. Yeah, you're, I'm, the Euro League, I love watching that, and there are players that I have never heard of before, and then all of a sudden I see them playing, and I think, wow, you know, like. For example, in shooters, I think we have great shooters, mm-hmm. women shooters. So, mm-hmm. and they say, I don't know if it's true, still true, like the women shooter, they're they have better percentage than men. Mm. I don't doubt it. I, I mean, it was good coach they said that, but I'm not sure now. Yeah. Okay, they prove a lot. I don't know yeah. compared to who, you know. But why not? But I don't know. If you see like something we can compare with them, mm-hmm. we can make. Okay. How do you think uh, Giannis and his story has impacted Greece? Do you a, th- a lot. It's huge impact. Yeah. It's huge. I give a hope to our con- my country, even financially, in many ways. Mm-hmm. To the people, hope to start playing basketball again. Children, poor children, uh, different color, 
mm-hmm. put diversity in my country because you know so we are not like kind of Russian I think but it's that we don't used to yeah we don't use like here in Spain I find people from all around the world but in Greece it's not like this you mentioned before that maybe Greece is a very traditional exactly. country and mm-hmm. so when you play in Hungary or when you play in Italy when you play in Spain do you notice a difference in culture and maybe just Spain. mentality uh, in Spain and in Italy okay, the, I've, I mentioned but in Hungary not so much Mm-hmm. It's more and more close in my country, I think. But in Spain, I think just a part of me, I'm so excited with Spain. Because I can it's many things, you know, it's like, for me, just to talk with different, with Latin people, to see different color, to see different, really diversity. And just in my day to arrive from home to the gym, to talk with Peruvian, for I mean Argentinian, for me it's something amazing. I can't find my in my country something like no. this. No. Hmm. Or I mean, you know, just in basketball league or the way I'm working now. No, I can't find this one. And I'm just Athens is a big city, right? It's big. I mean, I told you the way I work. Okay. But for sure, it's not like this. I mean, we have more Balkans, mm-hmm. and I think it's not the culture the people I really like okay okay for me it's more interesting for Latin America states I love more mm-hmm. this guy so I'm enjoying um, well now that you know I don't know when your career is going to end but you know we're we're probably getting towards the end of soon yeah, eventually but do you think you will continue studying do you think you will continue like what would be the next step for Katerina Sotiriu. <laughs> Perfect, <Liz. laughs> Yeah. Maybe someone, one more, learn my surname finally in Spain. <laughs> it's because of you. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm thinking, and now I'm um, trying to, to take a certificate. I mean, to I'm focused on our master in sports psychology for next year. Sports psychology? Yeah. Okay. It's one of... Uh, aspect let's say uh, areas I like nutrition I like sports psychology like I mean I was gonna science I was gonna ask you you've been playing for the national team for so long you've been busy every summer every season for almost 20 years how do you take care of yourself mentally and physically and emotionally because you're talking about sports psychology you're talking about nutrition Um, for you to maintain your body and your mind at a high level for so many years like what do you think has contributed to your ability to do that uh, I start with personal trainer to, mm-hmm. to improve and have control have some are more expert we need a, a core team as we say in yep. the companies because I think it's a business our bodies are a business our work is a business uh, you need a core team try to find a personal trainer find maybe someone fit on you because I change after I start with someone I change with another one uh, depends you know on, I mean the money you have to spend because maybe you change country uh, so you yeah. try to find the best way best period and improve it all of this I saw some videos on Instagram you know before you came to Spain I was like let me just see who this Kate girl is who's gonna be my some teammate working were really good. and your weights seen. yeah your weight workouts were really interesting I'm learning for her I'm learning like it's not about physical as I, I knew like go fast running say Kate no for you now you need five 
exercise. You need this one. It's more for you this one. And it's so important because I, if without her, I believe I have to practice the same and I, maybe I start feeling tired and I say, oh my God, I don't want to work. No excuses, but in the end, it's, I mean, it's science. Mm-hmm. Because we need experts. So, so personal trainer, I start like to invest in personal trainer. Uh, after a nutritionist, nutritionist. Yeah. Do you think your the way you eat has changed over the years? For sure, have changed, but more or less, I uh, have the same um, habit. Okay. Because the truth is, I can't be really dedicated, di- discipline. Let's say, I don't like this, like hundred grammars of pasta. This I can't follow that. Mm-hmm. But more or less, okay, now with my experience, I understand, I, I need to know which ingredients I need, protein, uh, supplements, food, protein, and so for my experience, I'm learning, I'm working, I'm reading, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, okay, except that, my habits is more or less the same, I know my salad, I follow the Mediterranean diet, let's mm-hmm. say, and it works really good for me, so mm-hmm. year by year, it depends if I feel more tired, or I have to check, you know, I make check up. Uh, so I check in all this mm-hmm. with doctor or I have anemia, I need more iron, magnesium, mm-hmm. depends the season, you know, in national team with check up I improve it and I boost myself. Mm-hmm. My, myself. Um, I work in the last years with, I do therapy, mm-hmm. psychoanalysis, uh-huh. something no many people know Leslie. Yes. Um, it really, really helped me with my anxiety, with stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put a lot of things under the carpet, as they said. Yes. The therapist. Yes. Uh, like, oh, they don't exist. We'll just sweep them underneath the rug. Yeah, but I, for one part, it was not only because I, did, I couldn't face it. It was I couldn't face it because of professionalism. I go, like to say, season, national decision. And you don't I have ha- a break? Yeah, uh, and I thought like, no, I don't need a break, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, but now I realize it was better to have a break, just to arrive in a point to be really, I mean, to have a panic attack, let's say. Mm-hmm. I have it two years, three ago. I think all this stress, all this year, um, I arrived at this point because of that, mm-hmm. for sure. So, it's like psychologists, I don't train, I don't nutrition, maybe some doctors checking things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm studying, as you said before, your question, I'm still studying, reading mm-hmm. by myself. I pray. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even sometimes I'm challenging because uh, like I'm Orthodox, mm-hmm. but I start being better listeners, start reading for Buddhism, one of the things, but uh, just to be sure, you know, because my family give that, and mm-hmm. I try to see if I still want it, mm-hmm. not because someone give it to me, right? Because I just grew up in Greece. I think it's one is the power, deep it, the power that helped me all these years. Mm-hmm. Without therapists, I, I think it's because I was really faithful. Mm-hmm. I, I have really faithful I didn't know sometimes I, I believe that I told you before I'm, I'm not focusing people and human beings I love them they are a lot model but I believe something bigger than me uh-huh. I think it's bigger and really in setbacks and low moments 
uh, I was really praying a lot and the thing is every time I'm at a point really low I believe I don't know I can't handle it I can't come back uh, I can't survive even uh, I think God is not universe or life everybody it depends how someone call it for me is God uh, doesn't let me alone mm-hmm. something happened for me, the small miracles you can realize and to, pre- and to believe, to have faith. Small miracles, but have to have your open, your ears, uh, you know, open eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you have a a core team that's helped you throughout all these years. I mean, physically, mentally, uh, emotionally, uh, it's important. For, for, but for sure, let's say now all these years, yeah, that's a. Uh, really is really let's say valuable 100% is also the core team around us the environment for sure is something really interesting let's say Mm -hmm. Uh, people around us make us better or don't judge them judge Mm -hmm. ourselves uh, to respect us uh, the friends Mm -hmm. uh, even maybe it's family friends or create our family doesn't mean blood you know right so I think surround yourself with good people people that are going I'm, to I'm trying I'm trying yeah. I'm trying first of all to be a better I'm praying to be a better person today and tomorrow for myself and for the people around me I want a better and more happiest world love for me is really I mean it's a really important word I think with love whatever you do your job uh, a discussion with you, uh, a trip. I mean, it doesn't matter. I, co- I conditional love for me. It's that's beautiful, Kate. That's beautiful. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're here. Um, we are arriving at the hotel, and we still have questions. Really quick, what's your jersey number and why? My jersey. Your jersey number, and why? Uh, I start with nine, but twelve is my favorite. Oh because I have been all of this national team and create my favorite for sure. Okay. Uh, this year in Sudiades I couldn't because our captain has been uh, happy. True. So uh, I took 31. It's my birthday. 3 January. Okay. okay. And 3 minus 1 is well, I mean, 2. <laughs> I was going to say 12, but you know, but it's 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 close to 1 and 2, let's say. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Um, and on the court, what would you say is your favorite go-to move on the court? What do you like to do? When the clock's running down and you have the ball, what would you do? I think it's like fadeaway, I think, post-up. Ah, and yeah. And it defines me all the year and a three-point shot. Uh-huh. Middle court, it's like far away for the basket, I think better for me. Okay. And what would you say is one of the most difficult words that you have learned to say in Spanish or English? What do you think is really hard for you to say? Or that's really fun to say? Uh, do you have a favorite word? Favorite? Oh, uh, I mean, I can say bad words in Spain. I don't feel so, <laughs> you know, so bad. Yeah. So uh, this <laughs> is for me more easier to say in Spanish bad words. I feel like it doesn't count, you know. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> like like a bad ones. I agree. Like, I, I agree. I, 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 you don't you don't want to share. I suppose like hostia joder, you know something <laughs> like this. <laughs> 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 uh, English, I mean, it's 
many words I'm struggling. But I, I let mingle, for example. My single and ready to mingle. <laughs> mingle Erica, mingle. thank you for participating. Yeah. <laughs> And on that note, we are going to wrap things up for this week's episode on the pod. I hope you enjoyed listening to Kate. And if you did, why not head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate the show or leave some love in the form of a comment. Your support means a lot and helps get the word out to future listeners. All right, everyone. I'm Leslie Knight wishing you all a safe and healthy week. Take care and hasta luego.